Welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I am your host, Mia Moran. Moms have the power to change the future, but not if we're stressed out and exhausted. Looking at food, lifestyle, spirituality, and work, the Plan Simple Podcast is for busy moms who want to create a healthier and happier future. Listen in for inspirational conversations and valuable strategies to plan for your best life. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Plan Simple Podcast and welcome to 2021. Oh my gosh, it's a new year. And I know that for many of us, this new year feels a little bit different. It was definitely a little harder, even for me, like the queen of being excited about fresh new beginnings. It was hard to move into this new year. The energy is really very different. There's both this feeling of, oh my gosh, we're so ready to go back or forward or just into something different. Um, And the reality that we're still in this global pandemic and many of us still have kids home or in different schooling situations, we're working from home, we're balancing more than we normally balance. And how does one make goals within that situation? So something that I always say in January global pandemic aside, to all women, especially moms, is let yourself land. The world, society, marketing, Hallmark puts so much pressure on us to want everything different, to have these huge resolutions right on January 1st. And for many of us, that's just not how we work. On January 1st, we're still in the holiday mode with our families. We are maybe picking up the pieces of a holiday time with our families, and we haven't landed in the new year. So here in Plan Simple World, with our program Flow 365, we don't even do our new year retreat until mid-January so that we really can all land in this new year before putting on that hat of what do we want next and how do we decide and declare what that is. By the way, this episode is a little bit going to be dedicated to Flow 365. And if you want to join us, now is the time. It is the time to step into who you are really called to be in 2021 and how you can do that, how you can have the accountability and the support to step into this version of you, the best version of you, even in a global pandemic. So today... I want to introduce you to three of our members and whether you join or not, I think there's a lot to learn from each of these three women, just about what it means to declare what you want and really go after it. Um, I think that you will be inspired even if what you're doing this week is setting your own goals and not looking for the accountability of Flow 365. And What I just want to point out, I want to tell you a little bit about these three women and just tell you a little bit about all the women I see who joined Flow 365. And many times people join because they're looking to reach a big goal. But just as often, the decision to join and to start going for that big goal opens up unexpected doors and the ripple effects of changes into 
different areas of their lives becomes really real. And I think that's the most magical part as the leader of Flow 365. It's the most magical part that I get to watch is how when we step into one area, we can open up all these doors to these other areas and get all sorts of surprises. So the first person I'm going to introduce you to today is Portia. And Portia joined Flow 365 just after the pandemic was hitting. And she joined, she's a great example. We actually had met in a mutual friend, Deshay Peacock, who's been a guest on this podcast. We were both in one of her classes on how to grow your email list, I think is what the class was. And Portia is a massage therapist who was looking to build um, a more a less involved side of her business, actually right before COVID hit. She had spent many years making candles for clients um, and different crafts that she would sell on the side, but her massage was always her biggest business. So when COVID hit, she couldn't do her main gig anymore. And she really needed to lean into this other part of her business. And that is why she joined Flow. And what was so, so interesting to watch is how fast she was super successful in the midst of this pretty hard time for a lot of people. So I want you to hear that directly from her. But the other thing that is really interesting about her story is that as she leaned into this business that she really wanted to build, she also realized she had to lean into her health at a new level. And Portia really showed me how Flow 365 works really well on its own, but also how well it works alongside other programs. So basically at the beginning, she was implementing all the amazing things we were learning from Deshay. And then I partnered with the amazing Tess Masters and Portia jumped in to this amazing health journey. And I'm going to let her tell you all about it, but let's just say her and her husband lost an amazing amount of weight and just became these new versions of themselves, these healthier versions of themselves. And it was really, really inspirational to watch and really cool to see how Flow 365 helped hold her while she was doing another program and really helped her show up and do the program. Because I don't know about you, but I have bought a lot of books, bought a lot of programs, and not always done them. And one of the purposes behind Flow 365 has always been uh, to help us actually do the things that we want to do, um, including you know, following through on learning, learning new things. So I can't wait for you to meet Portia. And second, I want you to uh, meet Becky. And I'm again going to let her talk and my questions to her live um, really get you to know Becky better. But one of the things that I thought was so cool about Becky's investment in herself was that she decided to sign up for Flow um, right at the beginning of the pandemic as well. And she had just turned 50. And for her 50th birthday, her husband and her had planned this amazing vacation, which got canceled due to the pandemic. And so she actually decided to reinvest the money in herself um, and do flow so that she could show up to be the best version of herself. And her journey was also amazing because she really signed up to 
fulfill all these desires she had around her house and to really use the time where she was working from home instead of having to go into work um, to get these big projects done, which she hadn't had time for. But very quickly, um, she in meeting all the amazing other women in flow, she realized that she had this dream to be a writer, that she wasn't allowing herself to really feel or do or be. And so very quickly, not only was she decluttering her basement, she was also becoming a writer. And I love those stories where we lean into one thing and something else appears to us. And Becky's such a good example of that. I also love the story about reallocating money, by the way, because I just think it's so important that we give ourselves permission to invest in ourselves, however that is possible. All right. And then the third person I want to introduce you today is Jennifer. And Jennifer is a really cool person to get to know because when you hear what she does, it's going to sound kind of similar because Jennifer works with entrepreneurs to find balance between their vision and their lives. And she helps people by setting strategy, breaking down big projects, creating accountability, creating a safe space to look at things that scare them or the places where they're sabotaging themselves so that they can end up at a place of their own joy and success. And the cool thing is, is that what we do is kind of similar. And so she came into Flow 365 needing to get some of this for herself. And it's been really cool to watch her lean into different parts of herself than she also signed up for. So I think Jennifer would say that she signed up, and I think she'll tell you this in the interview, um, to really grow her business in a way that felt balanced with being with her kids. And she, uh, it was funny, I'm now realizing as I say this out loud, we have two writers um, in the midst of these three interviews, but she also um, really leaned into a writing project that she had been putting on the back burner for a long time. Um, and she also leaned into her health and to cooking um, and to supporting her kids and what it would look like to balance all those things. And it was so beautiful. It is so beautiful to watch. So I want you to just to hear the words from these women um, in person, because I can tell you these stories all day. They're three amazing women, as is everyone in Flow 365. One of the things that I'm always... I'm just so humbled by is the amazing group of people who always show up to this and how one person's assets really complement the next person and how everybody has something that another person needs and how supportive everybody is. It really is such an amazing group of women. So with no further ado, let's meet Portia, Becky, and Jennifer. Portia, welcome to the Plan Simple Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here also. Oh my gosh. So I just have this desire for everyone to know all the people who are in Flow 365 or who have been in Flow 365 because it's such an amazing crew of people. Yes, yes, and, yes, yes. <laughs> and what I've decided to do this go around is to really highlight some of our amazing entrepreneurs. So of course you came to mind. <laughs> and so we're going to get to exactly what you do, which I'm so excited to do. Um, but first I want to go back a few steps mm -hmm. and I just want people to get to know you and possibly 
where you were when you made the choice to even jump into this whole thing called flow. <laughs> okay. Very good. All right. So okay. tell us a little bit about where you were before you jumped into flow. Um, I was on the fence about um, my other business, uh, about if I wanted to continue doing it and uh, other things that I've been doing um, for quite some time about bringing them in the forefront. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a massage therapist and um, pre-COVID, I was considering, um, you know, what kind of dialing that back a bit and focusing more on uh, my creative side, uh, which involved, you know, candles, jewelry, and a little small shop that I have that's part of the massage business. And um, at, at the time, I didn't think I could do both. So I was kind of like on the fence about how I was going to go about going from one to the other. And um, which is where, how I ended up in with you. I was, I had hired a, another coach that was doing a class and, and then you and I were in the same class and I liked what you were doing. And so I thought, well, this might be able to help me, you know, make a decision about how I can go about finding out what my goal is and where, um, which way I needed to go to make that happen. So I love that that was part of your, like, like that was part of your thinking that it would help you make a choice. Cause I feel like I'm always repeating on autopilot, like that all planning is, is making choices. I love that. And, and tell us a little bit, like, so you had this business piece, but then, I mean, when you first jumped in, you were doing the business people, we were piece, but we were all sort of surprised at that time. Like, I think you jumped in, we jumped, we had a whole season under our belt, I think before COVID hit. Right. And that's then, right. COVID surprised us mm -hmm. and really caused us all to sort of pivot and wonder what was up. And what was interesting was you actually dove into some of the other areas of your life, which was really cool and inspiring to watch. And did you know that like when you were creating a business that you just wanted to do it in a different way this time, that you wanted to make sure you were balancing your health and your home and your family and all the things? Well, um, I, I knew that at the, at the rate I was going uh, prior to all this, that there was no way I was going to be able to, I, I felt that I could not balance it all. And so with taking the course, I found, like you said, we had COVID dro dropped right in our lap. So it's like, oh my gosh, you know, what do we do now? You know, how can I do this? My health at that time was not that great. I was struggling with some issues with uh weight and some stomach problems and things like that. And then uh, having um, uh, balance with uh, trying to remodel two homes and transferring back and forth to that. And then I had this little candle business that was just kind of just hanging out there. You know, I, I started it a couple years ago and it was just something that just the, the local people saw. I'd done several shows. They were pretty well receptive and I was just like, okay, maybe I need to do something more with this. So at that time I didn't have a website, so it was strictly, you know, word of mouth. So in the middle of COVID, I opened up a new website and um, my first email was uh, a little over a thousand dollars in sales. And then it's just, it's continually climbed. Um, and I mean, mind you, I don't have a very large email because I didn't have one at the time. So here I had to establish, you know, that back, you know, that backbone being put in that, uh, with the website also, uh, which I did not have, uh, so I had to do that as uh, get that started, and then trying to balance home life because I also work for my my partner Jim, and so try, it's like oh my gosh, you know how am I going to do all this? So sitting down, you know, daily to say okay, uh, this is what I have written down. Okay, is am I going to still be able to do this? 
you know, making sure I got my rest, you know, other programs I was trying to implement. And, and with the craziness, I would have a bustling business now because I took a chance. We're so excited about your business right now. So, and I can't wait to tell everybody about it. But before we do that, just tell us quickly, like, so you mentioned writing down, like that, that was a really important piece of like understanding what you were doing each day. Cause there was a lot of different kinds of details. Is it, do you feel like that's the most important tool? Like, what do you feel like are the most important pieces of this experience for you? I did a lot of, um, I was a list maker already. So that made it transitioning into some, what you're doing a little easier. Cause I was already doing the brain dump. I was writing down all these things that I needed to do but not quite as extensive as I've learned to do since I've been in the program. But um, what I did is I wrote down my to-do list and then I was like, okay, I can't do this. So I'm going to move this to here, you know, and I, so I didn't, and, and I do a, a calendar because of appointments. Yeah. So I never thought about pushing the two together. And so I was able to mash the two together and, and have a more of an outlet about how I wanted the business to go. But I was also being able to incorporate, home projects and getting those accomplished, um, travel and being able to work around travel and still have income coming in. Um, what else did I be? Oh, and you know, meal planning and, you know, just all the things that you don't really think need to be in one place and having it in one place made it made easier, easier to balance out, uh, my goals and, um, you know, and then some of the other programs that, you know, you brought along for us, uh, made it, uh, wonderful to where yeah, I was tell us to... about the big health, thing, about the big health change. That, <laughs> that's really inspiring. Well, you know, I have been up and down most of my life, like most women about, you know, figuring out why you can't lose weight. You know, you know I'm postmenopausal, I'm 54. And so I had been doing somewhat of a keto, but not the ones where you're sitting and eat cheese and bacon all the time. I was trying to eat somewhat healthy, you know, and I would lose 20 and then I would not lose anything else. And I'm like, okay, something is going to be wrong with my hormones or something. So I went and, uh, you know, did my, my normal physical and uh, this was prior to starting the, the other that I'm getting ready to talk about, but, uh, and they found I had some issues going on. I was like, okay possible celiacs, not d- diagnosed and still not diagnosed. But what uh, happened was, you know, you had a little mini um, thing that you did where uh, we were introduced to Tess Masters, who I, oh my gosh, <laughs> this program has just been so easy to implement for us. Um, and even my husband jumped on board, you know, he didn't really need to lose weight because he's pretty, you know, he's not like um, um, a gym rat or anything like that, but you know, he just does, he's just doesn't have an issue with his weight, but he lost a little weight. But for me, just learning the food combining, uh, made such a difference for my gut health. Um, I dropped 40 pounds. I mean, not really doing much different other than I just decided not to, to do sort of meat as much. Uh, I'm only doing like fish, but that's by choice. I can, you can have it on the program. Uh, I just noticed that my skin, uh, you know, uh, my stomach issues were almost gone um, and the scales were going down and I really didn't have to put much effort in it because I was eating, probably eating more than I was before. And, uh, you know, and then I was also able to put that in my planner. It's like, okay, I'm going to eat this, this, and this, and this. And I planned for it on, you know, it was the Sundays was the day that Jim and I would prepare all of our meals, uh, like the soups and things. So that way it's made ahead, which made 
be able to do the other things I need to do uh, much easier because it was already made. All I had to do was take it out, pop it in the microwave. And if I was busy with a client, he would already pop it in the microwave and it's ready for me to eat. And it was all fresh food, not out of the can, stuff that we you know, made together. And it all started with a cooking class that I signed up for. I was like, yeah, what the heck, we'll do this and it'll be fun. You know, and just with the two months, uh, uh, the first two months of the cooking class, just by taking out, you know, the gluten and dialing back on some of the meats, um, I dropped 18 pounds. Not I even really trying. I love that. Well, first of all, like, I love that you, that you had this health experience, especially after, like, because I feel like when I launched Flow 365, which was over two and a half years ago at this point, I was sort of giving up a little piece of the food piece. So I had been looking like how to really support people. Obviously we do a lot of meal planning, but I wasn't really taking a stand on what people were eating. So I was so grateful for the test partnership. And actually you sort of prove out um, my big why for starting this whole thing, because, you know, I, I'm consistently interviewing experts because I want everyone to get the best of information. And I usually do that in the, in the way of um, free retreats where people can come in and we come into a theme and a format, you know, and we're just probably when this is going live, we're just wrapping up make December matter. And you signed up to a few of the different things, mm-hmm. which really showed me what I wanted flow 365 to do, which was really to be the accountability piece, which was really to be the thing that like, helped women show up to learning. Cause that was like my big thing. My big thing was like, I didn't love school, but I knew there was a lot to learn. And it's <laughs> such an amazing time right now where there's so many things to be learned and so many amazing teachers teaching them. So mm-hmm. it was fun to see how you would bring these programs into your week every week when we would meet in flow 365. So that was super yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, the thing about it is when we did this, the summit, I was just like, Oh my God, I wanted to sign up for all of them, but you can't because <laughs> you, you, you know, <laughs> yeah, you have to, you have to make a choice going back to choice. Um, I mean, I had taken on maybe one too many. And so, uh, I, I dialed back on, but I found what has worked for me and still works for me. And, uh, and they've been open so many doors with, uh, uh, positivity, uh, balance, health, uh, being able to travel more, uh, even though we're still limited, I'm still able to schedule a day, just even if it's just on a trail somewhere, because I know all my um, I's are dotted and T's are crossed, so to speak, you know, and because I sit down and I really think about, and especially uh, the goals, because especially right now with, uh, you know, holiday launches and stuff, uh, I really have to have things in order because I'm not only doing things from here, but they're, you know, they're going to the shop, they're going to other states, uh, big orders, this, that, and the other, which I was not doing before. So, and, awesome. yeah. So before I, you know, it was just, you know, my little town knew who I was and twice a year as they look forward to coming over here to, to get whatever they needed, or if they had an appointment, they'd come in, they shop those days, but uh, you know, I'm not limited. Uh, to just my small town, which I'm, you know, I love my small town, but I'm not limited because now I, I've been able to balance all that out to where uh, I'm able to do what I want to do. I mean, I'm not restricted uh, by only just me, not by what's going on. So if something doesn't happen, it's because I didn't do what I said I was going to do. I love that. I love that realization. Okay. So let's get into this candle business a little bit. So when I first met Portia, you know, you 
had your you had your toes in a few different places and you could tell that like the maker in you was like really wanting to come through but you had created this massage business which didn't leave you the time that you necessarily wanted so i think before COVID hit you were already talking about like how can i really make this take this thing on and mm-hmm. then i feel like COVID hit and almost gave you the opportunity and i think a lot of people listening are probably like well yeah then probably everything went to hell mm-hmm. but you actually, you know, really went for it and, and it really worked out. So tell everybody what it is that you create and why you're so passionate about these candles of yours. Well, as candles started for me a long time ago, actually, I did small business uh, where I could stay home with a, a marketing company. Um, I'll even use the name as Hardy Light. Uh, you know, we come to people's home, you show that I love the product because, you know, it's at that time, it was like the cleanest thing you could find on the market. And I had just started being uh, conscious about what's in the stuff you bring in your home. Because I had, uh, at that time, my son was nine. Uh, he had ADHD. And, you know, and I had started paying attention to a lot of the stuff that I was buying. So um, fast forward, you know, he, uh, my first husband, he was sick. Uh, I was still even um focusing on even more so about the things that were coming into my home and um he ended up uh, passing away uh, eight years ago and so i once i figured out what i was going to do i started playing with the candles again because you know massage and all those things go hand in hand with having a little candle light uh for my clients for relaxation purposes you know and then having the organic products that I made here uh, that I also used in my sessions and the people started asking about them. So I just started, well, you know, I was already doing a jewelry show once a year uh, for people to come by. And I decided I would add that to the line. And it just grew from that to where I was doing three and four shows a year going to festivals because I would get invited because someone had told them about me and the candles. um, I don't think I bought a store candle in a very long time. Uh, It's been a long time. Okay, but so tell us a little bit about why store candles might be an issue and how these are different. I mean, you can find some that are, have the same, similar ingredients uh, to what I produce here. But my thing is I was looking for the cleanest ingredients that you can put in a candle. So I love the soy uh, and I mix it with a coconut because it gives it flatter tops. And I really, really so, the fragrance, I, re- I researched probably 12 companies before I found someone who uh, had the blends where I could mix it with essential oils. And, you know, because I blend, I don't do straight from the bottle. I did when I first started because I didn't, you know, I was learning and then I've got more comfortable with the blend part. And then the fact that Jim is a math major, it makes it so much easier for fractions <laughs> and figuring out formulas. But um, so for me, uh, having that clean smell, uh, and knowing that when I burned my candle in my home, that I was not going to be putting out things that were going to be harmful if, if it was breathed in while I'm doing a session with my clients, number one. Number two, and in my own home, because I am such a scent person. I love scent. Uh, even, you know, making roll-ons and things of that nature. I wanted things that were not going to be uh, causing problems with my skin, things that, you know, have problems with when you breathe in. Uh, so that that's kind of how I just kind of evolved from that. And so I, right now they're the cleanest I can get. And the fact that you can recycle the containers, because uh, that's really big for me too. I, when I package my stuff, I try to use uh, 
as much recyclable as possible. So I think I'm down to where the only thing that is not recyclable to my knowledge is the actual clip that the woodwick is in. Because you can reduce that. the yeah, the paper can be recycled, you know, the, the containers are so beautiful that you'll want to use it again. And uh, that was the whole objective was being, you know, sustainable and having as clean as possible in the candles. I love it. And it's funny because I wasn't like an early candle adopter. I, I, maybe because I sensed the chemicals, I have no idea. Mm -hmm. But also I think I got the wrong smells or something and they always irritated me. But a candle, we, we talk so much about self-care here. And I feel like a candle can be such a beautiful, especially at this time of year, mm -hmm. just form of self-care. And I find myself now, you know, in the mornings when it's darker, and I turn on the light, I'm like, oh, I could actually light a candle right now. And like mm -hmm. the light would be so much better. And so I just think that it's this like easy thing um, mm -hmm. that, you know, is, is it really serves you in this small, beautiful way. Like it's super easy to light a candle and it, and it makes it right. really good. So I love that. Mm -hmm. All right. So would you, well, for everyone listening, you're going to miss out for one second, but do you have any of them right there? Yes, I do. I um, show us. Yeah, this one is my uh, called the Lavana. It's the cloche style. Cool. And you can actually put a plant in it afterwards. That has I've actually have pictures where clients have sent me um, pictures of what they've done with their container afterwards. And then that's that's kind of like one of the higher end. And then you go as simple as a tea light holder with the scented tea lights. Those are not done in wood wicks, but they still you know are uh, the plastics even recyclable in those. And then I have some pottery ones also, where you find a beautiful piece of pottery. And then you have that Look one. what I have. I have oh, my bug know. one. I love my bug well, one. I, I love, love that. We got really good things so coming with that one soon. So I'm looking cool. forward to doing some really cool stuff with that particular container. All right. So, so tell everybody where to find you because this is going live at gift giving time. And one of my real like calls, I think, in passion right now for all of us is like, how can we think about the holidays a little bit more purposefully? And that might mean what we're giving people. And it also might mean who we're buying from, because I think a lot of times we forget, like, you know, in order to make things easy, it's so easy to order from Amazon and we forget to really support women who are running these small businesses because, mm -hmm you know, it's a few more entries of your credit card <laughs> into online stores. So mm -hmm. I hope that everyone goes and checks out stuff. And we'll be talking a, a bit more about this on Facebook and I'll be putting posts out for women to come put their businesses. But I'm super passionate about this this year. So if candles seem like a good gift, I would definitely go check out Porsche stuff. So tell us how to find you. You can find me at Studio 51. Rural Zen, and the 51 is not spelled out. It's the number 51. So Studio right. 51, Rural Zen. Okay, and we will put that link in the show notes. So if you just didn't see us holding up the candles, you can go check out the show notes anyway, because we'll put this video in there. Um, awesome. Well, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to tell people as like closing words before we head out? Um, in regards to your, your program, candles, um, the program, anything. <laughs> well, the program, the program is awesome. I'm actually, I just signed up for another year. Oh, I'm and, so excited. Yes. And then, so you'll find Tess there. Uh, she has a fantastic program. Mia can hook you up with her. Um, it was wonderful ladies in the group. I look forward to the meetings when I can get to them. And there's options where if you can't make it, you can listen to them later, which sometimes that is the case for me. And um, then of course you can find my candles um, at my website. 
So exciting. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It's such an honor to have you in our group. It's so fun. I love the diversity of our group. I love that we can know what's happening like in every state and with all these different, <laughs> like all these different entrepreneurial worlds. It's so fun because candles were have never like the physical business has never been my thing. And actually you've inspired me to really think about how the flow planner gets packaged next i have to say because your candles come in this like beautiful packaging and i was like it all fit in the envelope and every time we're sending i'm like what's fitting where so thank you for that (laughs) well thank you and thank you for the honor of being here today Um, i adore you and i enjoy uh working with you awesome thank you so much if that inspired you and you want to know more about flow 365 please go check it out at plansimple.com slash flow 365 if you're listening to this in real time our retreat is coming up and we would love to have you as part of our year-long journey all right next up let's hear from becky Becky, welcome to the Plan simple podcast i'm so excited to have you on today and for everyone to hear from you it's fun to be here. All right. So let's dive in. Let's, let's tell everybody a little bit of just like who you are, just where, where you live, who you're the mom to, like all the things. Okay. Well, I live in Ohio and I've been married for 28 years. I have two boys. One is already out of the house, owns, has his own apartment and a full-time job. And my other son is a junior in high school. Uh, before kids, I was a teacher in elementary school. And then I stayed home for about 15 years with them. And since then I've worked part-time like in preschool as a lead teacher, or now I'm working at um, the the elementary school that my kids went to in my neighborhood um, just in the mornings as part of the uh, before care, child care. Um, I liked, I'm active at my church and been in Bible studies for years, sang in church choir until this COVID time and have enjoyed in the past volunteering Ronald McDonald house and um, just in the classrooms and things like that. So I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, it's funny. And I didn't, I never made the singing connection because I have a, I have a singer and I, to me, that's one of the saddest pieces of um, yeah. COVID is the music piece that doesn't exist so much anymore, especially in groups singing since singing just doesn't, doesn't translate to zoom. <laughs> Not so well. No, <laughs> or to 10 feet apart, I guess, for that matter. <laughs> uh-uh. um, all right. So you have been in flow for, you're in your second 90 day stint. Right. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about why it was, like what appealed to you when you were signing up, why you did it, why okay, you pulled well, the trigger. Well, first off, I um, found out about you through the Plan Simple podcast. I was listening to that. Oh, that's so, so funny. I didn't even know that. And, and here you so are. When you, yeah. And so when you, um, it, right around the time, I can't remember exactly how it happened first, if I heard about the summit first, or if I was already, we were already home from school um, because they cut, you know, shut the schools first spring break. And then we just never went back. We yeah. just did online. And so then I didn't have to go to work at all. Um, so I had this extra free time and the summit was just, you know, like some, experiences that we could have for free on different Fridays. And it was like, it was perfect to just, and I was just like so hungry for knowledge, ready to pull, pull a lot of stuff together and just learn as much as I possibly could. And also I was turning 50. So, you know, you get one of those big birthdays. So you're kind of thinking about, you know, life and you're talking that you were talking to us about, you know, think about 10 years from now and five years from now, <laughs> you know, 
that's like what you're thinking about at that age kind of anyway you're just kind of figuring out where are you going after this you know with having one so much you know about ready to leave and I already have my other one gone so um for my boys so anyway we had planned a trip um just a little trip to a cabin but decided to cancel that and actually that park even got shut down for a while so um so I had this money that was supposed to be for my trip and after spending the time in the summit uh, I still really wasn't planning to join. I um, just was, you know, I just was like trying to get all the, all the knowledge I could get, but I was so upset that my husband and I sat and talked about it and decided that that's what we would put the money towards. So I, I love was, it. I love a husband very, who would agree to yeah. so investing in his wife. So good. <laughs> um, well, and I love that story of reallocating the money because it sucks that we can't travel in this time, yeah. like that all of that is different and you know i feel like there's so many times when i've spent money on like a trip or an outfit or just all these things and forgotten that like i am the best investment so like i just we just that's like new i feel like that's new knowledge to me so i loved hearing right. that story yep so i get to Reality. travel with my mom in my mind i get to <laughs> yeah you know, all kinds of new people from all over and all kinds of new ways of thinking that i hadn't had before all right. And so the other thing I love about your story is, well, first of all, you came in as somebody who struck me as very organized. So not everybody who comes into Flow 365 strikes me that way, but you had like, you knew exactly what it was that you wanted to get done. Um, so I'm curious to hear sort of how that shifted a, li a little bit as you went in. But one of the things um, that you were adamant about was really cleaning out different parts of your house. Um, and then that sort of led to the next thing. So will you tell the story of that and, and like sort of why you came in and, and mm -hmm. what that has led to? Right. Well, my, I guess that would mainly be my, um, my, since I didn't have a job at the time, I was able to spend a lot more time on projects around the house. And so my lifestyle goal was really to do a lot of decluttering. And yes, I was, I'm somewhat organized in that like the calendar is always up to date and the um, and as a teacher, you know, you had to do lots and lots of lesson plans. So I was yep. always, I learned to be prepared like that, but having been a teacher and, and just a pack, we've kind of collected things over time. I had all kinds of school supplies and all kinds of, you know, stuff from preschool stuff, from teaching stuff for my kids growing up, you know, just stuff, just stuff from my husband and I are my time in college and, you know, with a lot of social security numbers and stuff, and it just sat down there in tubs. I had it all you know, tubbed up, but it was time to just take that time and just really work on that. So that's what I had as my big goal. And I focused on that a lot, um, you know, little bits each week, but, you know, going through a tub or two a week and that kind of thing. But as I got further into it and I started to make more time and energy in that area, and I was finding like writing samples of mine from the past, it really got me kind of thinking and clearing out my my energy level and my mind and my spirit to be able to start writing again. And so it was one of our calls that we had and I don't remember which one, but I just said out loud, you know, I'm ready to start writing again. And you were like, well, you'll have to think about what your audience is. I'm like, I already know my audience. I already know the exact steps I want to go through for, you know, for these um, devotions. And, and I talked to my son and I said, Hey, when you get a chance sometime, could you just set me up, you know, for a little, um, you know, blog post area. And he set me up that week and I came back the next week and told you I had it all set up. So 
Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. And now you're like a right. And I loved watching that goal really migrate because you went on to continue and finish all the tubs. Yes. Um, but like what an amazing 50th birthday present to yourself mm-hmm. to like now have this presence and you know the goals that you can tell everybody about the rest of the goals but i mean just starting right. that blog has shifted into so many other opportunities and desires within yourself and like actual action that you're taking toward mm-hmm. them which is so beautiful to watch right all right so you started a blog tell us like some of the other highlights of just your time and flow like what what are some of your favorite parts favorite parts well i definitely favorite parts are just being able to get on the calls and you know when we're stuck at home and there's no one around especially it was excellent excellent to be able to get on and talk to people who were also trying to figure out what the heck they were going to do with their time and to be able to um to voice things out loud and, and, and then your feedback on things, I think you have more confidence in us than we have in ourselves. And that makes it, makes it, you know, like you want to follow through too. I think that going back to those goals, I really spent a lot of time figuring out my, my goals. And I had little icons for each one. Like I had my son make little pictures for each one to represent each of my words. And I made a big deal of it, you know, thinking this was, you know, this is going to be the whole big change of everything. And, and it was for, for me because it's really brought out a lot of personality and space in my life and that kind of thing. But um, I think that um, in doing those goals, every time we would go back to the, for like, especially the monthly changes or different things like that, it was easy to go back and say, oh gosh, I don't know what I wanted to do in that area. But all those specific little goals that we put down, all the different action steps and ways that we could break, that we decided to break things up in advance, gave me an opportunity to go back and just pull, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And so it made it a lot easier throughout that 90 days to be able to go back and look at what we'd already determined by having that time at the retreat and everything to figure it all out. I love that. Okay. So, um, all right. So you loved the check-ins. You love the group. You love, well, loves, you're still in it. Um, yeah. Checking in on a weekly basis. And what's your favorite part about the planning process in general? Cause I know that you are a planner. So you came into this with, you know, some calendaring knowledge. So what has right. been your favorite part of this process that might be a little different than what you were doing before? It's including all of the aspects in one place. My Bible study really focuses on all four parts of the person, the spirit, the mental, the emotional, and the physical. And this really ties together with that. Well, instead of trying to have all these separate places to put stuff, you're able to put everything right here in the, in the one book and having those, the different goals, and then being able to have those rocks for the week, you can kind of pick and choose which activities are going to take more of the focus and you still have spaces to put in all the other supporting habits and things that you want to have. So it just makes it a lot clearer to have it all in one place. And then I think also being able to write down the, how you want to feel for the week, what your vision for the week is so that you can really have a focus on top of it. It makes it a lot easier when you go back and look at it, that it's right there. You already decided what you wanted to do. I love it. And I'm just reflecting back. I'm trying to think back to your last season and now I'm remembering some tough love because I feel like you you were so, you're so amazing at showing up and knowing what your things are for the week and 
for the most part fulfilling them. And at some point, I, I think it was you who acknowledged that you were like, but I keep ignoring the self-care piece. Like I right. keep not doing that whole section. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you leaned into it and you did it, which is so cool. Right. I mean, do you yeah. feel like you, you've gotten better and better at that piece? I've gotten better. Yes. I still, it's still one of the areas I have to work on, but I think that I've made more of a transition here in the, in the fall when I was like, you know, going back to work and I knew I was going to be in the face mask all that time. And so when I was out of that, it was nice to just have, extra care and quiet time and that kind of thing just to reflect. But um, yes, so that is definitely, but I did kind of come up with a name for my planning the love letter. So it was kind of just a way to really focus in on those different, you know, being obedient and trying to follow through with what you have planned. So that's important. Yeah. Of being, and that being an act of self-care. Right. Yeah. I love it. Cause, and especially, you know, we have this um, or it's always so wonderful to me, like who shows up to flow. Cause it's always mm-hmm. such a variety of people. You know, we usually end up a third of people, um, are, are, have chosen to stay home and be a mom. A third of the people are sort of entrepreneurs and a third of the people are, are working either full-time or part-time in a job. And, you know, you were working part-time in a job and you came from that space of really having given yourself to being home for so long. Um, and it's, it's, it's just always so wonderful to watch how, like how, how someone who has, who's taking such good care of everyone around them can then take care of themselves. So I love, I love watching that. And for anyone listening, who's like, I never have time for myself. Like that's something that we constantly talk about over and flow, which um, is one of my favorite things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Oops, are we frozen? Can you hear me? Moving. You're moving. I'm moving. All right. Maybe it's, I don't know who's frozen. Somebody feels frozen. All right. Um, huh. I'm not getting a, let's see. All right. Over here. Okay. All right. Um, where were we? Um, so we've done the flow flow. And so I think we did all the parts, didn't we? Did we do everything I said I would do? Oh, you there? I don't see you though. I don't see you, but I see your name. Well, that's the reverse. I don't see you, but I see your name. So. Oh, weird. Now I see you. Do you see me? Yep. Okay, cool. All right. Did we already do the planner piece? Now I'm forgetting. Yeah. We talked about the goals and the, how, how having all the goals in there from ahead moving. Yeah. To putting them in when we're looking for putting them in the weeks. Okay. So we did talk about your favorite piece of the planner. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think so. Okay. Um, all right. Okay. Let's keep going. Okay. Um, all right. So is there anything else about the planner itself that really sticks out to you that you, that you love? Well, I think I, I really like the, the uh, brain dump area too, to be able to keep track of, you know, all the things that we want to get done and just having, having a a specific place to put down ideas for each of the goals as well. 
I love that because, and actually you're very good at going back and taking all those things from the brain dump and incorporating them into your, your weekly three big goals. And so I love that. All right. Anything else you want to share? I mean, I feel like this just gave people a good insight into some of the um, characters in Flow 365, which is all I wanted to do. Right. Um, I do. Um, I really appreciate the thank you for that you have set up so that we have a place to go in and look at the classes, anything that we've, well, any of the courses or classes that we might've missed or that we want to revisit, we can go back in and watch. And then also some of the other courses that you've included in there, like your cookbook and so all the different recipes and that can all the different interviews and things that are in there that help to support um, the things that we're learning or trying to focus on. Awesome. So Thinkific for everyone listening is just the platform I use to host it. And basically we have a lot of calls every week. So obviously not everybody can come to every call. I kind of call it like a gym membership, but after every call um, you can go into the course software and listen to a replay if it's that kind of call. Um, and every class that we've ever taught is in there. So there's a lot of mater possible material. Although I feel like I always try to downplay all the classes because I, I really don't want people to get sucked into that. I want people to stay focused on what it is that they're trying to get done, but it is there. And I'll refer to it quite often when, um, you know, this week we were talking a lot about family meetings and there was a talk in there about family meetings. So I directed a few people to that and every, there's a lot of cooking classes in there. So when somebody, you know, is having a hard time figuring out a healthy meal, I have an easy place to send them. So that is what Thinkific is. Well, Becky, thank you so much for your time. Will you tell everybody about um, the blog, like where they can find you in this new amazing blog that you started, which I love that story. Right. Well, my blog is porchchairprayers.com and um, my, if that you can go there, read my blog and um, you can leave a comment as well. And if anybody wanted to get out in touch with me directly, it's Becky Sims 48 at gmail.com. So. Awesome. I love that. And I just want to say that, so basically it was just whatever, like 70 days ago, maybe that you had this idea for this blog, you've mm -hmm. done it every week ever since. Right. And then, and July. now you have this amazing goal that like, you can even see the end of it, which is to make it into a book, which is right. Is that secret? Yeah. Do I have to say a secret? No, no. I hope not. <laughs> which is so amazing how to me, it's so amazing, like how things can really just germinate within us. Mm -hmm. And then when we put the attention on something, um, it can just start to move fast. And in your case, it wasn't even at the beginning that you were putting the attention on, on the blog, you were putting it on boxes, but that right. led to the space to create this, this blog. And now maybe hopefully a book, we have our fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Becky. Thank you. All right. If your interest is piqued, just go check out plansimple.com slash flow365 and see for yourself what even other people are saying and watch my invitation to you. I can't tell you how much this experience always surprises and delights me. And I was the one who made it, but the people who show up I couldn't have made that happen any better. And every time, every season, when we let new people in, it's just so amazing to me how all the pieces fit together. Even though we're a broad range of ages, we come from all over the country and even the world. 
we have kids who are different ages. Some have small kids in the house. Some are homeschooling right now. And others, their kids have left the house. Some are entrepreneurs. We definitely attract a huge number of entrepreneurs. And some people are really trying to make their lives soar with their corporate career and are focused on their wellness in this program and cleaning out their house and being with their kids. It is just this magical space that's hard to even describe, but I do try my best on the on the Plan Simple page. So go to plansimple.com. You can click on the link at the top that says Flow365, or you can simply type in plansimple.com slash Flow365, and you will get there and you can read all about the offerings. And the only other thing I will say is that you know, we break down the meetings. There's lots of meetings every week. So you get a lot of time with peers and with me. And it is like individual coaching. So when you look at it that way, I really do believe it is the best deal in town to really follow through on the things that you want most. All right, let's meet Jennifer. Jennifer, welcome to the Plan Simple podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Your hair is so, so amazing. For anyone listening, you have to go check out the video because it is unbelievable. Um, and maybe we'll get into how you made time for that a little bit later. But um, tell us a little bit about who you are, who we're listening to, what, you're, what it is that you're balancing. Um, uh, so I'm Jennifer Zwebel. My company is a place of joy. And the work I do with entrepreneurs is around creating really a form of that balance between their visions and their lives. So how do they bring their vision to life in a way that actually makes sense to them? So a lot of the work I do is around strategy, breaking down big projects, creating accountability, creating a safe space to look at the parts that are scary or the places where we sabotage ourselves so that my clients can end up in a place of their own joy and success. And I needed that for myself. <laughs> so it's somehow a lot easier to do it for other people than it is to do for myself. And when I saw you just really, you just popped up in one of the groups that I'm in, you were offering this planning class as sort of a gift during the beginning of COVID. And I just thought, yes, that, that's the thing I need. And it was just, you know, it was one of those moments where it wasn't something I was planning or expecting, but the second I saw it, I thought, oh, that. And I started with just that little free class and the worksheets. And somehow, I think those worksheets are magic to me, by the way. I just, <laughs> such a good designer and I just, I love worksheets. And so having some place to lock down, okay, what am I focusing on right now when life is very crazy, right? Because I started when COVID was hitting and we were at a stay at home moment and I have two little kids at home and I run my own business from home and life was crazy. And you live in New York city, which to all of us listening who don't live in New York city are like, Oh my gosh, that's really crazy. Yeah, We were sort of the center of the storm. For yeah. And yeah. It was at that time. So there was, and my kids had just come home to start stay, you know, school from home. And so it was sort of this little haven of, what I loved, part of what I loved was it wasn't this promise of like, we will solve everything for you forever right now, but it was so grounded in reality. And like, I get it. I hear where you are at this moment, where each of us is at this moment. And here are some tools you can use wherever you are. Mm. And that like hooked me and, and I haven't left. Your <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> we love having you. Well, I just love 
like it, it was funny when I was thinking about who to bring on just to explain what this whole experience is like, you immediately came to mind because I don't like, I, at least for myself, like sometimes I feel like it's hard to ask for help as women. Like it's, it's hard for me to ask for help, but when I get support myself, um, you know, it just changes everything. Like when I get that accountability, when I have something to show up to, when I can just have almost reflected back to me what it is that I'm doing um, in a sane way, it's so helpful. And so it was so interesting to me that like, I feel like I could have hired you at the same capacity, right? And, um, but here we are like holding each other accountable. So tell everybody, like, what's your favorite part? I love that you love the worksheets. What's your favorite part of the group? Like, what's your favorite part of being part of this, this container? Ugh, can I have more than one favorite? I mean, <laughs> like, so the, the group itself, you just gather around you really phenomenal people. Like the, the women in this group across the board are just really there for each other, really committed to whatever is important to them in their own lives and beautifully supportive and generous with each other in the group. So for example, last week I had a meltdown, you know, I, we show up at these planning calls or the accountability calls and it's designed to, you know, create focus and make decisions. But this particular time I just started crying instead. <laughs> and I, I loved that I had a safe space for that because I didn't have any place else really to do that. And not only was it a safe and welcoming and accepting space, but it was also full of ideas and feedback, right? And, and you immediately put me in touch. You said, oh, this person sounds like exactly you a year ago. And she has gone through a lot of healing and creating space for her family. And I bet she'll be happy to talk to you. And within five minutes after that call, you had emailed us and I was on the call with her. And, and so there's, you know, we're floating around in this life trying to make everything work as best we can. And a lot of us are working, um, raising families or building businesses or homes or all of the things at the same time. And it's easy when you're, honestly, when you're very capable to not think that you need help or should have help um, or to feel like you should be able to get it all done. And people tend to throw you things to get done and you manage it but it's exhausting and having a space where you're surrounded by strong people just like that. And you're the one who can ask for help is, is just an extraordinary experience. Yeah. As the curator of this group, it's funny. I'm always delightfully surprised at how amazing the people are who show up. I love being, I definitely like part of my superpower is remembering like what people have been through and what people have done. Like, like I remember that it's funny, I'm an introvert, but if I talk to somebody like even at a cocktail party or on the phone or in like a virtual Zoom networking event or whatever, like I tend to remember parts of their stories so I can be the connector, but I take no credit for this amazing group of people who always comes together. It's so I think awesome. personally you should take some credit. Okay. <laughs> like some, you know, you're showing up in the world in a certain way. And, and I'll talk about that for a minute because it's really special to have someone as a leader and a guide who is going through it sort of ahead of you and with you and isn't pretending to be, I have everything solved, just follow these six steps, but is very much in, all right, we're all in this together. I figured out a bunch of things. I've learned a ton of stuff and let's like, you have incredible intuition 
And so we'll be in conversation. And one of the fun parts is hearing what everyone else is going through, because you're probably going through some version of that or have gone through or will go through. And you have this intuition that guides you to the right questions to ask, right? We're all in our own heads. Right. You are on the outside and you'll notice the things that from our own heads, we don't notice. And what I've experienced over and over again is you're picking up a pattern or saying you're focusing on this, but what I'm hearing is actually that. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's the real, that's really good. <laughs> and I'll add the last piece because it's another favorite is how many, I literally used to be a professional organizer. I literally co-wrote a book about time management and organization. And yet for all of these years of my life, and I am not super young, <laughs> I have been wanting to plan meals, plan my week, plan my goals. And I've gone through little bits and phases of it, but how often I would write down in my calendar plan and just give that time away, give it to a client, give it to a child, give it to Facebook and right. <laughs> having it on my calendar. Right? We talked about the accountability. I create that for my clients. I can't do it for myself in the same way. So having something external on the calendar where I'm showing up makes a huge difference. Yeah. And for, um, I love that. And for everyone listening, we do meet weekly to say what we're going to do, but we also meet weekly to plan. So I think that, that, um, it's just really powerful because it's the things that we don't always make time for. And just going back to your comment about like showing up to those, you know, that it just is planning. I, I find that that's what's so interesting because all planning is, is really making choices. But as women, like, I feel like we all know the choices we're supposed, like the choices that are not that we're supposed to make, but that we're like, that our intuition is telling us to make. And then we've been so conditioned to do all these things. It's so easy to doubt those things that we intuitively know. Yeah. And that's where I think planning is so powerful. But I love that you said to me this week, and probably it's not the first time was that, you know, I have two kids in grade school and I, you know, they have different needs and I'm trying to create this best version of life for them and I feel like we're so weighed down in this particular generation with information as if, you know, and therefore you should be able to create the perfect circumstances, right? There's enough information out there that you should know how to perfectly parent or eat the best possible way. And it's ridiculous and it's so much pressure and half the people disagree with the other half of the people. And if you're in that sort of perfectionist, high achieving zone, and want the best, it's really hard. And um, I think for so long I had tried to prioritize them. And one of the things you called my attention to was what would happen if you just allowed yourself to take care of yourself first? And we've all heard the oxygen mask on yourself analogy. I like, I just am annoyed with that already. I just, <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. And you just were able to present in a very real way. You're like, look, when I was changing the way I was eating, I first practiced smoothies and I then practiced salads for lunch and whatever my family ate was going to be fine. I needed to take care of myself. And that just landed differently with me and just, so I could breathe again. Yeah. I love that. Um, and it's, it is true. It's one of those things. It's funny because 
I love how like you can hear something over and over and over again, but then at some point you're just like meant to hear it. And I feel like I had something very similar happen to me yesterday. So, you know, that the idea of like who you're supposed to serve. I feel like if I hear that one more time, are you kidding me? Like I've defined this a hundred times, but somebody actually defined it yesterday in a way where I was like, oh, like that's actually helpful. Um, so it's so funny how we can hear these things over and over again, but the oxygen mask thing is so, so true if we can hear it the right way. Yeah. Um, all right. So I want to get back to your business. So I, definitely I want everyone to hear that it's been amazing to witness Jen really take on her food, the food piece and really take on the parenting piece in this beautiful way. And one of the things you also did was really shift how you're showing up to work and um, what you're also creating as a, like, I feel like when you first started, it was like, you know, how can I balance motherhood with this business I run, which you're still running, but you've also added in this other piece. So will you tell people a little bit about that? Yeah. I mean, when I realized what had happened over the course of, I'm in my second group of 90 days. Like this was, this happened in the first batch of 90 days working together with Mia in this group. I had literally for Oh, certainly over a decade, possibly close to two decades, been wanting to write. I started my entire business so that I could be a writer. And then slowly the business and kids and life took over and I did less and less writing, you know, creative writing. And initially it was screenwriting and then it turned into uh, working on a young adult novel. And it would happen maybe an hour here, an hour there, and then get put down for months. And I would start again and then not really. Um, and it was certainly not on my mind as a priority during COVID when all of this was going on. However, I had started taking a writing class where I would show up again, similarly, a place to show up and actually write. So that made a huge difference. But oh, and over the course of this work with Mia, somehow my priorities shifted and what opened up was a desire to commit much more and go much more all in really with the book. And this process allowed me to sort of declare, all right, I'm changing my entire schedule. I am going to, this was starting at the end of June. I was like starting in July and August, I am creating a different way of living. And my mornings are going to be devoted to writing my novel. And my afternoons are going to be devoted to my business in a smaller number of hours so that I can then also be a parent. And it was just this sort of fantasy I'd had for years in the back of my head and all of a sudden I was doing it. I mean, it blew my mind. And then I, I joined a mentorship where I could work with an MFA professor and really highly focus on developing my novel and my writing skills. Never in a million years would I have expected this to happen now in my life and certainly not during COVID. But because I think of the work that we've done around priorities and what's really important to you and choice and the choices that you want to make versus the ones that you maybe are making. Um, it, it, I mean, it, it kind of just blew me away that I woke up one day and like, oh my God, I have, I've started working on my novel again and it's real this time. It, it was really wild. Well, and I love the story of the mentorship because I feel like so this happens in so many different areas of our lives as women that like, because we're like squashing these things and not taking action on, well, and I just think even if we are taking action, like we just, we don't always know what like the 10th thing is, like the 10th step. We can't always imagine what the big dream is. And I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves that if we don't know what the big dream is, we can't start moving toward it. Mm -hmm. And so I just love that story because I feel like all you really did was you figured out how to show up daily to this thing. And then this like amazing 
thing like it didn't fall into your lap at all it was because of that energy of showing up to it daily and i just think we underestimate that that the power of just showing up to what it is that we want because we yeah. can't really even imagine i'm sorry we can't even imagine what that could create i think that theme has run through all the different areas that i've been looking at like showing up daily to my food showing up daily as just a present parent in whatever way I can, showing up daily to care for myself. So all, I completely agree. And I'll toss out the other thing that you did that was a huge game changer for me was at the same time I was about to launch a huge six-week, the six-week win, right? A program that was going to be meeting weekly with entrepreneurs as a group, as a mastermind, and also meeting one-on-one -on -one with everybody. And it was big and it was going to require significant marketing and attention and energy and time. And I was doing that at the same time as I started this mentorship and it was the mentorship sort of came out of left field. So I wasn't planning on it, but all of a sudden there it was. And I could very much feel this tension between, I don't think I can do both well. And you helped really create a space for me to say out loud, I want to work on my book. Like I want my business to continue to function and I want to continue to show up for my clients and invest in the bottom line of how to, have a healthy infrastructure, but I want to write and yeah. yeah. And then, you know, sort of you opened up these options of like, okay, what if you just gave yourself that permission for the rest of 2020 and then pushed your whole program out into January. And it was so scary to do that, <laughs> but I really wanted to. And, and a part of that is the faith of, you know what, when else am I going to do this? What if I just said yes now? And I did. Yeah, I love that. And and I didn't do anything, by the way. Um, <laughs> you did it all. No, but, you take but credit you, for something. Like what you did was you asked the question. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not your job to make decisions for us. Yeah, but you okay. made a decision. And I think that's right. the important piece because I yeah. think so often we, because we want to do everything, we forget that we have to choose something, you know, and you could have, that could have gone down a number of ways, right? Yeah. Like you could have chosen like, well, I'm going to do this halfway and this halfway. And, but it's different to choose something in advance, or I'm going to go all into this and not do this, or, you know, like you could have chosen whatever you wanted. Um, but when we choose, it's just funny like that it's that back to that energy thing the energy just lines up and now you are launching something but it's a different at a different you know it's it it fits into you writing right so it fits into the writing and the interesting thing is which i don't think you even know this so i pushed the bigger program out to january but i just because of conversations that i have people want something a little different than what I was actually offering. Mm. They're like, they're, what I'm hearing now from entrepreneurs is they don't want to sit in a room and talk with other people and hear what everyone else, like they don't want really masterminding where everyone else gets their time as you know, they want to talk and focus on their stuff and then go do their stuff. Right. And I decided I just like very, someone applied to the January program without it being available right now. And I asked her, I was like, would you like this instead? And she's like, yes, I'm in. So now I'm like very effortlessly ruling out a very simple version of great. Let's as entrepreneurs, let's get together every Monday afternoon and co-work like with a little check-in and check out. And if you want to go deep and work one-on-one -on, -one on your own stuff, buy a couple of hours with me and we'll do that. And it's just, it's, I don't need big marketing. I just need, here it is. I'm having conversations if people want it. Perfect. Because they already know who they are. And it, I love it would, that. Yeah. 
and that fits and, in the and it can be easy right easy yeah even, I don't stress. I don't have to stress about it. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times we think we're choose like easy means not effective or not abundant. Or, you know, like we have all these things that like easy means all these things. So I love that easy can mean totally effective and productive and, and right. Productive. And like better than I was planning. Yeah. Actually what people want. Yeah. I love it. All right. So tell people how they can get a hold of you or okay. the best way to follow you, find you. Best way is probably find my website, aplaceofjoy.com. Um, and on there, if you want to just have a conversation and chat, you can just go to the contact and book a time and we'll just hop on the phone or hop on Zoom and just talk. Uh, and I have a bunch of articles there that are fun to read and of all topics. But um, yeah, that's best way to find me. All right. And hopefully you put a new picture soon because you guys got to see this hair. <laughs> it's like okay. rainbow. It's so cool. I want like, it makes me want to go get a haircut like now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I could pull off all the color, but it just looks. You so never good. know until you try. I'm just saying. All right. All right. Maybe I'll have to try someday. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for your time. This was amazing. Thank you. Thank you, honestly, for everything that you have opened up in my life. It's, I just, I can't believe it. I'm so happy and thank you. Oh, you're welcome. All right. So there you have it. Please go check out plansimple.com slash flow365 if you are interested in understanding how this might fit into your world. And please don't hesitate to reach out by email. There's a link right at the top of that page where you can reach out to me personally, and I would be more than happy to answer any questions. I don't want to trick anyone into joining. I just want people who are fully excited about living their best life to sign up and to join. And I would be more than happy to answer your questions honestly and candidly to see if it's a good fit for you wherever you are in your life. So you can go again to plansimple.com slash flow365. And at the top of the page, there is a link to contact me. All right. Now, Flow 365 aside, these three women are doing amazing things. And one of my missions is to support all the amazing women who come into Flow 365. It's so cool when we can balance motherhood and amazing work in the world and our wellness all at the same time. And I think that the more and more of us that can do this, the better place our world will be. I really, really do believe that we can lead by example. So go support these women. If you go to the show notes, there are links to each of their businesses um, at, or their writings in the case of Becky, but you can go check out Portia's candles and go see what Jennifer has to offer and go read what Becky has to write. And if you take nothing else from this episode, just take this idea that as we head into 2021, you can do whatever you put your mind to. And really all it takes is a choice. And then mapping out the little steps that you can take towards living into that choice each day. That is what we just hold you accountable to in Flow 365. But if you think you can do it on your own, go for it. But just lean into that life and know that it's possible, even in a global pandemic, even though you're balancing work and motherhood and your wellness and all the things at once, so much is possible. We can rewrite 
our futures. And I am so excited to see what your future looks like. And I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Plan Simple Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share the podcast with a friend. And if you really loved what you heard, if you want to go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review. That really helps us get the best guests we can and improve the podcast so that we're serving up exactly what you want to hear. I will see you on the next episode of the Plan Simple Podcast. Bye for now.